Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, that place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is just no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week as we share simple strategies with you to empower you to take action and build the life and business you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelly Niehaus, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. We have a fun one today, and this is another one of those episodes that you're probably going to want to bookmark because it's something that you're going to want to come back and listen to probably quarterly and at least at the end of each year because it allows you to really start putting some framework around a very important topic. And this is one I deal with a lot with the ladies in my coaching program, and it's how to build a business that allows us to build a life. For any of you who've been around here a while know that that is one of the core principles of my coaching is that I do not subscribe to that hustle culture, the constant grind, the burn. That That's not why we're in business. We started a business because we wanted flexibility. Many of the things that I hear business owners state for the reason as to why they went into business is they wanted the flexibility to maybe work from home, to work with the clients they wanted to work with, to work on the projects they wanted to work with. They wanted flexibility of time and location and just all the things. And it's so great. We start off, we have these great dreams, and then we start realizing that building a business can be a little harder than we thought. And sometimes we get into that hustle mode because there is a season that you have to do that because you were, you're building a business. So you're growing your social media audience. You're putting together your products. Maybe you're learning a new skill. For instance, when I was in photography, I spent hours upon hours learning lighting and editing and posing. So there's a huge learning curve to starting a business, learning a skill, and there is that time or that season that we have to maybe be in hustle mode and put in a little bit of the extra work. And that's okay because that's a season. And a season should have a designated stop and start date. Like that to me is a season. If you're going to be in a busy season of your work or a busy season of your life, you really want it to have a designated start date and a designated end date. And that is the season of building your business or learning a skill. And we all have been there and we'll all be there again and that's okay. But what I'm talking about today is when that season starts to carry over into a lifestyle and we really get into that hustle mode and we think that when I get to a certain point in my business, that's when I'll take time off. When I make six figures, that's when I'll finally take a vacation. Or maybe when I grew my audience to this, that's when I finally might stop 
working seven days a week. And so we start to always say, when I get here, that's when I'll, you know, take my foot off the gas and start start to maybe do some things for myself. And what I have learned, because I did it the hard way, and I learned a lot of lessons in my first two businesses about hustling and burnout, is that when that becomes your mantra or your mode of business, you are going to burn out. You are not going to be in business in five years because you will be done. You will have thrown in the towel, you will have hit exhaustion, and you have walked away. So I really want to talk today about that limiting belief that a lot of us have about, you know, when I get to be successful, that's when I'll let myself have the things that I've always dreamed of, like the vacations and maybe not working weekends and, you know, shorter work day hours and all that. And the truth is, and I learned this in my third business, and it's one of the really important things that I press upon my students, is that you have to start from the beginning. You have to put those boundaries in place from day one in your business, even though, you know, you might be in a season of hustle, you still have to know what those boundaries are and where your boundaries are going to be because those boundaries are going to be what allows you to build that business to that builds your life. Because what happens is if you don't put those boundaries in, your business will expand to fill all time. We've all been in that situation where, you know, if you open up your inbox, you're just going to answer an email or two. And then before you know it, you're answering another email and another email and it is expanded to fill all of your spare time. Well, that is exactly what your business will do. So today I want to walk you through my four tips, four ways that I have to really look at your business and how we can start putting some boundaries in place in your business from day one or wherever you are in your business. And you're not going to have that belief of when I get to here, that's when I'll start doing these things because we're going to start from day one today. We are going to be successful in our business and we are going to start putting in the, I call them guardrails or bumpers or think of it as like a bowling alley. I mean, my kids used to go bowling me. We put the bumpers up that would keep the ball in on the lane. These are kind of the bumpers of the guardrails that we're going to put in our business. And those are going to be our guiding principles to allow us to really put the things in place in our business to build that business and that lifestyle we dream of. Okay, so we've talked about that. How do we actually do this? So that sounds great in theory. How would I go about really thinking about what types of ways that I'm going to put some boundaries in place in my business to allow me to start to build that business that's going to allow me to build a life. So I really start, I start with a big picture view. And I'm going to say we're going to start with your annual view. So when you think about your business, this is a simple exercise. You just get out a blank piece of paper and draw a grid on it and think about your business in four quarters. And on that, on that paper, write Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. And you are going to just do a quick refresher of what actually goes on in your business in and in your life in those quarters. And this exercise is really designed to equip you with those practical tools and strategies for your annual business planning, because this is going to allow you to be consistent in your online presence, your marketing, and give that professional and personal life balance that you're looking for. This, this exercise is kind of what sets the stage. So now that you have the Q thing, you're going to go through and you are going to list the big rocks. These are big rocks that you have in each quarter. And these are things you don't have control over. If they're conferences you're attending, conferences you're speaking at, 
you know, spring break for your kids, whatever that looks like, go through and schedule out all the things in your life on a quarterly basis throughout the year. They're going to take place because these are things you have no control over. So we want to make sure we have those in first. Those are your important rocks that we have to have on the calendar. Hey guys, Shelly here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. I just want to take a minute to invite you to my free monthly training, the Business Power Hour. This virtual event is held the fourth Wednesday of each month. If you are a small business owner wanting to grow your business, this is the place for you. Each month I share tools and strategies for success. My goal is to help you be better at marketing your business so you can make more income. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes and sign up. When you do, I'll send you a past training right away so you don't have to wait for our next meeting. Remember, you must be on the list to get the Zoom link each month. Come on out and join us. We can't wait to meet you. And now the next thing, this is where I want you to go next. I want you to schedule your personal time. I want you to look at that calendar and I want you to think about where is the personal time on an annual basis that you really want to have. For instance, my example is I am building a business that I get to take the summers off. Maybe not the whole summer. I'm going to start with a couple of weeks, go to 30 days, hopefully go longer and longer. But I live in Idaho. I absolutely love hiking and paddleboarding and being outdoors. And our, our, our world is beautiful here in the summer. And that is when I don't want to be behind my desk working, grinding, getting content out. I want to be outside and enjoying the summers. So I am intentional, very intentional when I set up my annual schedule that I put less things out there, less offers, less promotions, less things in the summer because I don't want to work in the summer. I want to be enjoying time with my family and my personal time. Now, on the flip side, I'm okay working in the winter. And yes, that kind of includes the holidays. I definitely take time off at Christmas and Thanksgiving, but I'm not taking the whole month of December off to just like sit around in my pajamas and eat Christmas cookies and watch Christmas movies. That's fun and I do it a little bit, but I'm fine working in the winter. Winter here is cold. The days are short. And so in my family, there are big skiers and I'm not. So they're usually out skiing. So I have a lot of time on that annual rhythm to devote to my business in the winter. So that is what I do to start on an annual basis. I look at my business and I think, where do I want to work? What times of year do I want to work? Where do I want to be on vacation? And I schedule that in. So that's the first big thing we're going to do. That's tip number one is we want to look at your business on an annual basis and really look at what does that annual rhythm look like for you and how, if you don't like what it looks like, how do you want it to be different? How can you maybe start to be putting some things in place in your business to pivot that annual rhythm? And I will tell you, I didn't always have a, a system or a rhythm uh, set up to where I could take summers off or, or take the, my foot off the gas in the summer. That took some time. So this may take some time, but I just wanted to start to get you to think about on an annual basis with an annual rhythm, what does your business look like and how do you want it to look like? Okay, so we have our annual rhythm kind of established. Now, let's think about quarterly. For anyone who has been in my classes, you know I love a 90-day calendar. Calendars, 90-day calendars, 90-day. I use the Full Focus Journal by Michael Hyatt. But a quarterly rhythm really allows you to look at each portion of the year in a 90-day kind of segment. And again, think about what is coming up this quarter? What do I need to focus on in my business? 
where am I uh, going? And and you really take this big picture, this big quarterly, this big calendar that we just laid out, and we take it, and now we look at it a quarterly basis. And you say, you know, is this a is this a really busy quarter? Do I have a lot going on personally and professionally? Do I have too much on my plate? Too little on my plate? You know, is there stuff I can move to another quarter, or maybe just delegate, or get rid of completely? You kind of have a full 90-day view of your life, and that allows you to look at it beyond just the day or the week or even the month and really see what's coming up. So I love a 90-day planner, and it also, as far as a goal setting, just allows you to pick like three goals. So you have really three maybe big goals. It could be personal, professional, relational, whatever, that you're working on that quarter. So it takes this huge thing that you start at the beginning of the year. We all have that new year, January energy. And a lot of times we kind of fizzle out probably by February and it allows you to kind of reset each quarter. So each quarter is a new clean slate, 90 days. And we're going to take our big annual plan that we came up with, that rhythm that we wanted. And now we're going to take it down to those 90 days. Okay. So we have our annual rhythm and then our quarterly rhythm. Tip number three is I want you to look at your week. What does your week look like? And I'm going to tell you back from the beginning of this podcast when I told you that I had severe burnout. My first uh, five years of photography, I was a yes woman. I didn't, I wanted the clients. I wanted the business. So if they wanted me on a Sunday at 5 p.m., I was your girl. If they wanted me on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m., I was your girl. I never had any parameters or any boundaries around my photography and I was letting my clients dictate when they wanted me to show up. And that was really setting the stage for some bad patterns, bad habits. I was in that hustle mode. I was trying to build my business and I really wanted to take the clients, but it really set me up for burnout. And in year three, I wanted to throw the towel in the towel because I was so tired. I was so exhausted. And that's when I was so fortunate enough to have someone come alongside me and be like, you can't keep this up. You've got to put some boundaries in with yourself and your clients. And let's look at what that would look like on a weekly basis. So I sat down and I started looking at my week and I decided that I did not want to work weekends anymore. I had done my time. I had decided that I will offer evening sessions during the weekday. But for me personally, and this is just my own personal strategy, Saturdays were for my family. I wanted to be at my kids' soccer games. I wanted to be at their lacrosse games. So Saturday was a day for my family and Sunday is our day to go to church, to rest, just to kind of take some downtime. You know, now that my kids are older, we might go on a hike. We do something restorative to really allow us to just step away from that world of work and that world of being constantly hustling and just restore and rest and kind of decompress. And again, you come back from that weekend refreshed and ready to start your week over again. So my weekly rhythm initially started out with me taking weekends off. I took Saturday off and Sunday off, as I already explained, because I really wanted that time with my family. You know, your kids aren't here forever and you've got to utilize that time. So I established that boundary first. And then I decided I really wanted a, a flexible day during the week because, you know, I, I was spending time with my family and stuff on the weekends, but I needed a time to like get some of my own stuff done. Maybe it's pick up my grocery delivery or go get my hair cut or just things like that that I didn't really want to dump on the weekends. But I knew that it had to be kind of flexible. 
So the third thing that I did, and I added this in just in the last probably year or two, um, which I call as a flex Friday. So I work in my business. I work and take clients and coaching calls and do create content and all that Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursdays are the days I show up. I do my work. I take meetings. People can get on my calendar. And that's my rhythm. Fridays, I call flex Fridays. And Fridays are really a floating day. And it allows me to do a couple things. First of all, like I said, if I need to do some personal things, want to meet a friend for lunch, I really schedule that on Fridays because I know that is my designated time that I can do that. But also back to knowing your rhythm and knowing your week, if I know my kids are going to be off on a Monday because it's a holiday, I can just move everything up a day and I can actually work on Friday because I have that margin built in my schedule. So when you look at your schedule on a weekly basis, what kind of margin do you have in your schedule? Are you literally crammed with, you know, 60 hours of work in a, which you're trying to work a 40 hour week? That is no margin. And that is going to give you that burnout that I talked about. So you might not be where I am. I'm several years into my business and it's taken me a long time to get here. But what if you could just wave a magic wand? What would you want the rhythm of your business to be? You know, do you want to take Saturdays and Sundays off like I do and then maybe have that flexible day during the week to be able to move things around and, and do that? Or does your week look completely different? You get to decide. That's the best part. When you build a business that allows you to build a life, you get to decide. You get to make the decisions and you get to set the schedule. So take some time and think about what does your weekly rhythm look like and how, what do you want it to look like? Okay, so we talked about our annualism. We've talked about our annual rhythm. We've talked about our quarterly rhythm. We've talked about our weekly rhythm. Now let's talk about our daily rhythm. So what does a daily rhythm look like? Well, back to another example for when I was early in business. And this happened in my first two businesses. I would get up, I'd grab my coffee, maybe get the kids out the door. And I would make the mistake of, I'm just going to sit down and do a little bit of work. Maybe answer some emails or, you know, get back with a client or work on this project. And before you know it, I would look up, it would be lunchtime, I would still be in my pajamas, I would have done nothing but work, you know, I hadn't done anything to set myself up for success for the day. So I learned again through a lot of trial and error and wise counsel from people that were further along that I have to plan my day to set myself up for success. And if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. So what does my day look like now that I've actually put some boundaries or those bumpers that we talked about in place? Well, the first thing is I schedule my day the, the day before. So I'll sit down at the end of the workday, write out what I'm working on, and I schedule things in so I know exactly what I'm doing at what time. So I can't do that, oh, I'm just going to sit down and work because I know that I might be supposed to be doing something else at that time. So I have a very intentional day lined up. And the second thing I do is I put my big rocks in first. So before I put down anything for work, I write out when I'm going to work out. Like, you know, am I going to be go for a hike at four when I close down my computer for the day? Or am I going to get up and hit the Peloton first thing in the morning? Like, where does it make sense to put in that workout on my day? And then I look at, do I have a designated start and end time? Because back to the earlier example I used of I'm just going to do a little bit of work that's not healthy. You want to make sure you have those those boundaries set in your workday. Do you have a designated start time and do you ha have a designated end time? Because that is your time to, to you know put your computer away, 
walk away and say, you know what? I left myself plenty of good things to work on tomorrow. Give yourself the ability to walk away with stuff still on your plate. It is okay. I promise you. It will be fine if it's still on your to-do list the next day. You will never be done with that to-do list. And that is something that took me a long time to learn is that, that, oh, I'll just do one more thing, one more thing. And then before you know it, you've worked an extra two or three hours and you've cut into your personal time or your family time or your health, you know, you're working out, whatever it is. So you really need that designated start time and end time. And you need to make sure that you have those big rocks, your you know, your workouts, whatever you want on your calendar before you start to do scheduling your work. And then the third thing that I want to make sure is, do you have some breaks? This is another one that I had to learn. Y'all, I've given you guys all my good juicy nuggets that it took me years to learn, is you have to have scheduled breaks during the day. You cannot just sit down at eight and grind it out until five and get up and walk away. You're exhausted emotionally, physically, and I'm pretty sure whatever you're doing in the second half of your workday probably isn't good quality work because you're tired. So what are you doing during your day to set yourself up for breaks? One of the things, again, these are the boundaries that I set is I give myself a lunch break. At noon every day, I schedule in a 30-minute lunch break. Now, I may not eat or I might grab a quick bite to eat at my desk and take that 30-minute lunch break to go out and walk or get outside. But I make myself get up and get away from my computer and take a break. And right now, what I love, and I think I may have mentioned this in an earlier podcast episode, is I'm really enjoying just going for a walk during lunch. Um, I have Voxer, and that's the time that I talk on Voxer and catch up with some of my friends and Marco Polo. And, and just kind of, it kind of fills that connection bucket as well as getting outside and being in nature and connecting with other um, things outside of just this artificial environment. So it's what does your daily rhythm look like? So just to recap, what I do is I start at my big 30,000 foot view. I look at my year. What does my annual rhythm look like? Where am I currently and where do I want to go? What do I want my life to maybe look like in five years? And how can I start thinking about ways that I can adjust my business to get to that, that goal? And then you take your annual and you go down to your quarterly. What is your quarterly rhythm look like? What, you know, what is it? Is it too full? Does it have boundaries? Do you have margin? Like what is your quarter look like? And do you need to make some like game day adjustments? Because maybe throughout the year, you're like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. And before you know it, your quarter is so slam packed that you have no breathing room. So that just gives you a chance at the beginning of each quarter to look at it and make sure that you can realistically hit your milestones and your markers and your commitments from what you've committed. And then we go to your weekly. We look at your weekly rhythm. You know, do you have a, a, a boundary or do you have a rhythm of days off and days that you're working um, in your actual work week? Do you have some margin? Do you have some flexibility in your schedule that you can move things around if your kids have happen to have a day off from school or if a friend calls and says they're coming into town do you have some flexibility in your work schedule to maybe be able to move some things around and um, just have that breathing room? And the last is what does your daily rhythm look like? Do you have breathing room in your day? Do you have a designated start time and end time to your business work day? Uh, do you have your big rocks like your self-care and your workouts and you know maybe that, that lunch break that you need? Do you have those scheduled in? Because I guarantee you, 
work is like email and Instagram and Netflix and all those other things, it will expand to fill all available time. So you really do have to make sure that you have your boundaries set, things are set in place, and then you fill your work in around that. Because again, as I said, there will always be things on your to-do list. You'll never be at the end of it. And so at the end of the day, you will walk away with stuff on your plate. And that's okay because you're just going to tell yourself, I left myself plenty of amazing things to work on tomorrow. And you're going to smile and you're going to be okay with that. And that is the last lesson I've learned. It is okay to walk away with stuff still to do and not hit all your annual goals and not be in that hustle mode because I would rather you not be able to hit all those things and still have a life rather than to be, you know, slaying, uh, slaying it and hitting all those goals but you're exhausted and you're burned out and you're where I was about three years into my business and that's just no way to live. So in closing, how can you this week start to really build that business that allows you to build your life? We're not gonna wait till we hit those income markers or you know, you're, you've got that, your client roster's full or whatever it is your metric is that you're using to determine your success. You are gonna be successful starting day one. You're gonna put some boundaries in place you're going to put some of those things in place that are allowing you to really experience that freedom and that flexibility and all of those things that we crave and we want as business owners. Those reasons that we chose to go into business, that we chose entrepreneurship and we chose this lifestyle because at the end of the day, that is why we work for ourselves. We work for ourselves for that freedom and that flexibility. And I want you to have that in your business too. So I would really like to know if any of this was helpful. Did it resonate with you? Did you get anything new today? Did I give you a new juicy nugget? Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Shelly Niehaus or send me an email. I would love to connect with you. I really love it when I hear from people that tell me they listened to a specific episode and then maybe they did one of my practical or tactical tips and they applied it to their business. So your practical or tactical action item is what is one thing you can do this week? Maybe it's just the quarter, the Q exercise where you map out your year. Just what is one small thing you can do this week to start to put a boundary in place for your business? And let me know what that is. And finally, if you have another entrepreneur that you know that might be struggling with this work-life balancing and they're looking to maybe put some more boundaries in their business and really start to build that business that allows them to build their life, Send them this episode, share it with a friend. I always love to encourage other people. You know, we want to make sure that we're in this together and sharing this type of information with another entrepreneur could completely change the trajectory of their year. And we all want to help each other out. So again, thank you so much for listening. Remember wherever you are in your life or business today, don't stay stuck, keep going and be brave. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you are educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you empower yourself to take action and build that business and life that you have been dreaming of. If you would like to chat about how you can learn to market and grow your business to attract those right clients into your world, you can book a free 30-minute strategy call with me. Just click on the link in the show notes or visit coaching.shellyneehouse.com. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going and be brave. Be brave.